0: What's up y'all, I'm back again, it's DL Cows with episode 11 with our favorite co-host Shay, and this time we are talking about body image, okay, that's what we're going to get into, Peace, of hair grease, win the day, because the day is already on, let's go. I gotta win, win the day, it's a day, a great day, to be great, no
1: I can't sit back and wait, no, I gotta win, win the day, it's a day, a great day, to be great, no I can't sit back and wait, when the day.
0: Hey, okay, what's up, babe? How are you doing today? I'm
1: good? good? I am good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Okay, on mental health check, on a scale from 1 to 10. How are we? Um, I'm giving about a 9. Okay, Despite okay. breaking a nail and it being 109 outside, Oh. I'm giving a
0: 9. I didn't know it was 109. Yeah. Okay, well I'm giving a 9 in this 109 degree heat too. <laughs> because it is hot.
1: It H-A-W-T, is. hot. It is very for sure.
0: So, yeah, we just going to um, get into it. We're talking about body image today and the importance of, you know, everything that comes with it and how we relate to it. So,
1: yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, what are your current body goals? Okay. What you what you, what you want to look like, what you're looking mm. like? Okay, well,
0: my current body goals, and I think just my ultimate body goals of, like, all time is to have a flat stomach, and that may be realistic or not but I think you know one of my (laughs) body goals is to have a flat stomach I mean I like where I am right now um I'm learning to like love this body it's kind of like I'm staying like at a at a current um I guess you could say consistency Mm -hmm. with where I am it's you know the middle ground I haven't been in the gym I haven't been doing too much like overeating You know, so.
1: And you've been faster. Yeah, so it's like a balance.
0: Yeah, so it's a balance. Um, So, yeah, like currently I just would really like a flatter stomach. I have to get in
1: the gym to get that, but we'll talk more about that into the conversation. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) my current body goes, it's kind of what I am right now. It's giving grown woman weight, it's giving 29, Mm -hmm. it's giving, you know, I am curvy. But it's a little heavier right now. Like yeah. but I've always eh, you know, yeah. I can't say too much because we're gonna get into that during yeah. the conversation. But yeah.
0: She's she got that body that people would take to their doctor. Uh huh. Period. Snap a like picture. that's just yeah, that's just straight up.
1: Snap a picture and take? it Yeah. hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but give me my credit.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we call this body the Shay.
1: hmm Period
0: the baddest shade I don't know about you what well, the shades I thought but this was the baddest okay I'm just we
1: love all the shades yes we do all of the shades but.
0: okay so um what has your body journey been like getting Uh-oh. to this
1: point like up and down up and down that's really all my life like well I'm not gonna say all my life but since like a junior in high school mm-hmm. my way has been up and down and then after my sister got pregnant with her son, for some reason I gained out of the weight. And since then, my weight has literally, I can get up to 155, I can be 125, and i look just fine either weight. But I prefer the 130, and right now I'm pushing about 135, 140 right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, baby, because that... That one fifty five don't look bad either though. That
1: one, that one fifty five, real heavy. I ain't gonna stunt with you. They
0: put in a snicker. That that one fifty five, I love it. good. I'm honestly
1: scared of the one fifty five. I ain't gonna (laughs) (laughs) stunt.
0: Wait, man. Okay, but um, my body journey has been very, very, very up, very, very down. Like it's like there Mm -hmm. hasn't been a set medium. Like now, I would say is my set medium, but like even growing up when I was a little kid, like I was a fat kid or whatever, Aww, and a chunky, monkey. <laughs> and um, I used to get picked on at school. They used to try to at least I used to beat them up in elementary school, <laughs> but um, the boys especially, the girls knew not to step. The boys always <laughs> tried it, and I beat them up. Um, <laughs> all three at elementary school, and then once I started um, becoming active, playing uh, basketball specifically. That's when I started to lose, like, all of that baby fat. And then um, in 7th and 8th grade, really 7th to 12th grade, I had just an athletic cut uh, body. I was still thick, had that booty back there. But um, if, you have, if you have seen my um, prom pictures...
1: I, oh, that's something to see. I, that's I, something I was to see. I, I was really stacked. Um,
0: and because I've had the image of, like, in my mind of being a fat kid even when I was in high school, I still thought I was fat. Mm
1: -hmm. But I
0: wasn't. You
1: wasn't. I wasn't
0: fat in high school. I still had, had like, a a pudge on my stomach, but it wasn't, like, you know, I wasn't. wasn't, Yeah, but because of that mind frame of being young and being caught fat, and, you know, the family nicknames Big Juice, and (laughs) you know, like, like, yeah, like, seriously. um, It has, you know, it has an effect on Um, my journey or whatever. So now that I actually am big, I won't say fat, but I'm a little fluffy. Now that I'm a little more fluffy, I appreciate my body back then that I didn't get to appreciate in the present time. And I'm also learning to appreciate this journey that I'm on right now so I don't look back and be like, it wasn't even that bad. You know, so I'm saying that now. It's not even that bad. Like, because I've been bigger than I am now. So it's like I'm really appreciating you know this um, journey or whatever that I'm on. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. been very up and down. But up and down in the sense of weight, not necessarily. Well, also necessarily in a mental way too. But
1: we'll get into yeah. more later. But
0: yeah, It's definitely in a mental it's,
1: way. It's it's okay, been a down. So growing up, did you have positive um, self image or negative self image? I basically would say. Just said yeah, I would say overall on, so. it
0: was kind of um, it was more negative than positive. I would say because like I said. Being picked on, the nicknames, and all of this stuff like that, that shaped my body image for high school when I really wasn't even fat. And like, even coaches would say, "Oh, wow, you lost, um, you lost some weight." And it's like, I remember one time a volleyball coach said, "Hey, um, don't um, don't gain all your weight back." Uh-uh. Just like, but when I look back at all my pictures and everything, I was never fat. You know, like I, it was just the. That's crazy for for
1: her to say. Yeah, it was the volleyball coach
0: at Poteet at the time. Mm -hmm. And she was like, "Hey, uh, uh, be careful! You don't want to gain all your fat back or whatever, gain all your weight back." And that was between um, the end of my senior year, the end, and I was about to go to college or whatever. And um, I guess I started to gain a little bit weight because I wasn't working out as much.
1: Maybe she was talking about the freshman fifteen. No, okay. I wasn't there yet. I was okay. still a senior in high school. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> so yeah. Um, I would say it was more negative than positive. Now I'm learning to be more positive about it.
1: And all my life I've been small. So mine was, mine was positive, but I didn't know back then it was positive, you know, because everybody would be like, oh, you are smaller than us. You are, you know what I'm saying? And I always have been small, and I've always ran track. So, I say, with track, everybody used to say I have a track body. You know, I have a track body. some track bodies. And know. so, that's, you know, that's when I was just like, okay, being skinny ain't so bad because I am very athletic, so mm-hmm. it is what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, when did you realize you had it going on? Like, face, card, body,
1: Oh, nineteen ninety four 1994, What's when I popped out, <laughs> when the to Toast the Oven, Girl. ding, dong. I I knew I was dead, you know? Okay. No, okay. I can accept it. (laughs) You can, but I'm going to give you part two of that. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, okay, so I was the chocolate girl. I was the chocolate one in the family. Mm -hmm. So I really realized when my cousins and my sister used to call me Dark and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the little names, yeah. you know? The when names. they used to call me the names and stuff, I sometimes I used to cry. And my granny, she got fed up, and she told me straight up, go at her and you tell them this, this, and this, and you stick your middle finger up while you're doing it. And she would basically let me know, like, you don't ever let nobody make you feel any type of way. You are beautiful. Your skin is beautiful. Your eyes are beautiful. Your lips are beautiful. You know, you are beautiful. You are you are that. And that, I was probably... What was I? I think I was probably like nine. So, I'll say since I was nine, I've been that girl. Mm-hmm. But i really been that girl since 1994.
0: But... Mm-hmm. What yeah. about you, boo? Okay. So, um, I would say, as a kid, like, regardless of, like I said previously, I did have, you know, little nicknames here and there, you know, or whatever. But Nanny was... She, like, I don't care what it is I have always been just so pretty and so to mm-hmm. nanny like till this day don't matter if i was chunky little whatever i i mean it's just like i'm the son to her so i've like <laughs> kind of had yeah you know the um idea that i was a pretty girl and i realized you and know i like, always a say this pretty girl i'm a pretty girl people can be beautiful but everybody can't be pretty <laughs> you know and right. I, <laughs>
1: Okay, you just, said
0: what you said. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I, I, I really always realized I was a pretty girl and um and then like as I grew up like in middle school and high school, like I could I, I was pulling the boys yeah. and the girls. Yeah. You know, I was finesse Period. queen. So I mean so yeah, I've always known that I was a pretty girl.
1: But say face card, ballet?
0: Yeah, it was the neck and below that I was kinda skeptical about. But I knew that face card would never fail me. I'm because and I approve this (laughs) message
1: You gotta talk to him nice You gotta talk to him nice Okay Okay so As y'all know Hair is a part of the body Yes it is Mm -hmm. So what has your hair journey been like Cause I know but I need you to let them know Mm -hmm. Cause it's not easy with her and her hair it's yeah, not easy. It's
0: really not. But um, I love my hair, and I've always loved my hair. I've always been serious about my hair. I was, I've i never played about my hair. My mama taught me that don't let nobody in your hair. Don't let nobody play in your hair. Like, I wasn't the girl that would go to daycare and come back, and
1: somebody what was playing plan in hair.
0: hair that, uh-uh, uh-uh. I just, because I, I, I'm a beauty shop baby as well, so mm-hmm. I just already kind of knew the seriousness of my hair. So I've always loved my hair. But um, I did get a perm. I can't remember my first perm, but it was pretty young because my hair, my mama said it was just too much to deal with. And so she gave me a perm. I can't remember when, but I got a perm pretty young. And I basically kept a perm. Um, She wouldn't over-perm it, though. It was enough to still make it grow and things like that Mm -hmm. and wouldn't put it on for too long. So it wasn't just nothing crazy. But I had a perm all the way um, up until, like, after high school, I just stopped getting them. And then there was a part of my hair that was permed, a part of my hair that was natural. Then I, my mama cut all the perm. Mama, she was like, okay, just cut it all off because I didn't want to get perms no more because it was mm-hmm. a very drastic change. My permed hair and my natural hair are completely different. Yeah, my and they don't look hair, good together. Yeah, my natural hair is very, very curly, very wavy, silky. My permed hair it just looks like some hair that you blow dried, and, you know, it's just kind of straight. It's not giving, you know, much, but it's thick. But Yeah. So, yeah. But now where I'm at, would I have locks? Um, I grew locks probably two years after I, um, or maybe a year after I did the big chop. I did finger coils, um, and that's how I started my locks. And we have been good ever since. Um, I will say my hair reflects what I eat. Mm-hmm. So, like when I stopped eating red meat, the texture of my hair changed again. And yep. at one point in the time, I was like really blind and I was also bigger. I think I, I was 250. And. Suspect. Yeah, I was 250, big, hair was blonde. I thought I had it going on. But when I look back at the pictures, I'm like, my hair looks so bad. And then um, I just stopped eating red meat. I lost some uh, pounds. I was working at Amazon, so I lost even more weight. I got, like, almost back to plain shape for real, honestly and truly. And, um, yeah, but my hair journey has been – it's been really good. I would say it's been more positive than negative. I love – literally every piece of my hair journey Mm -hmm. i've um chopped off the color from my hair so it's even more healthier now Mm -hmm. it's growing very fast it's already back to the middle of my back
1: Mm -hmm. so really good yeah and i um, cut it
0: this year so it's like already like gained almost like it's gained at least half of what i cut
1: so the hair Mm -hmm. journey has been amazing
0: yeah Yeah, what
1: about you oh one thing about the hair the hair is gonna hair No, I'm just kidding. Um, My hair journey, it's been all right. It's been all right when I was, I've always had long hair. I used to have long hair, and I used to, I knew how to cut it. Well, I grew up in a, a beauty shop, then I learned how to braid and stuff, so I started doing my hair when I was, like, in third grade. And once I got about, I think I cut my hair when I was 22. I cut it off and then i've been short hurt and bald since and Ooh, right now we, and right now weak. i am i have a pixie cut <laughs> it's given grown women as well so it's fitting the weight mm-hmm. so your girl is looking really grown and sexy mm-hmm so mm-hmm. yeah the her journey is and right now i'm learning i'm i'm In a new journey now with my hair, I'm learning how to do different pixie cuts and curl it. And I'm trying to get the top longer so I can do more styles on my own. But yes, I'm back Mm -hmm. in the beauty shop and I love it. And I have someone who speaks into and loves on my head while she do my hair. I have a hair appointment coming soon. So, yeah. I love her. Man. Tanya Skills on Instagram. Skills Salon. Tap in with her. I'll make D put this on her Instagram so y'all can see. Yeah. Picture yeah, her car. Very,
0: very uh, good. Love her. She really legit with it. Know what she doing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, um, moving along from here, <clears throat> when you envision your childhood self, what would you tell her about the body she was in?
1: Mm. I would tell her, you are one of one. You are. Only God made only one of you. You are beautiful, you are love, and yeah, you're just one of a kind. Mm
0: -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. What would Um, you tell your baby self? I would tell my younger self, self, yeah, (laughs) I would tell my younger self that it's okay, it's going to be okay, and don't compare your body um and even though you're not a big person that does comparisons what you like in someone else you can like different in yourself. Oh, yes. Yes, that's good. Yeah. Because it's really good. I know what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. And growing up in a little even bit now, which is what I'm working on that, I want to be what I'm attracted to, but I am not that. Like I'm literally the exact opposite from what I'm attracted to. Yeah, I like chocolate women, short hair, <laughs> body banging, bow boom. Not saying my body ain't banging, but I'm just saying, you know, yeah. I'm because not, I like, think your body is banging. Is who I'm, that's who I'm attracted uh, attracted to. Like, like she is the blueprint. Period. You know. So, <laughs> but you're I'm so far first. from that, and it's like just because you're not what you're attracted to doesn't mean you can't. Love and be attracted to yourself. Like, you don't have to be that. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would tell myself. Just love who you are. Your body is going to go up and down. That's your journey, period. It's going to be up, it's going to be down, going to be up, going to be down. It's going to be very drastic. But as long as you keep um, going with the flow and just really loving who you are, Mm -hmm. that's what's going to help you find the peace with your body. Because if you always love who you are, who you're becoming, you focus on the mental aspects of it, you'll never um waver from yourself, you'll never be down about your body
1: yep and and your body is also like seasons every season, our body changes as well, just like our skin change with the seasons, yeah. just like our hair texture yeah, it with changes it changes with the habits, yeah, as well <clears throat> okay, okay uh do you have body boundaries? when did they start, and what inspired them?
0: Mhm, so my body boundaries would be like touching like I'm not a big um
1: toucher like a hugger
0: I really don't like to be touched um like a, even a graze of like the arm or skin like I'll wipe it off or whatever. yeah <laughs> like yeah, I don't she really I'm does. Just, yeah I'm just kind of like and if I don't know you please don't touch me. Are we we if we're like in a store like I'm very like if you could draw a box around my feet As long as no one gets into that, we're good. And I think this started with me when I was very young. Like, I just never liked to be touched. Textures freak me out sometimes. Um, Yeah, like, if I don't know you and you're not one of my loved ones, I'm not trying to hug you. (laughs) I'm not, you know, it's nothing, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with other people, but I'm just... That's where the boundary is, like, mm-hmm. with me. Like, don't, you know, arm's length, set an arm's length. Even before COVID and all that, I've always been a six-feet-away-from-other-people type of person.
1: <laughs> yeah, So, and I am such a hugger. If a stranger, if I know that a stranger need a hug, I will give a stranger a hug. I know for a fact later, I'm going to take a shower or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not like they're not, not like you dirty or whatever, but that's just, I don't, you know, just mm-hmm. like you're not. Yeah. I am, but... Don't touch me, like, ask, ask to touch me, like, and really, don't even ask, just don't touch me, <laughs> unless it's no, But can yeah, I
0: hug? can we hug or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, the person yeah. you do that before, but yeah, But I'm definitely a
1: hugger, yeah, I love hugs.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <clears> yeah, I think what inspired those is just me being who I am, like my boundaries, my physical boundaries, me being who I am. And, um also I've always had a um a solid like respect for my body I don't know I just um even when it came to sex like I was I didn't have sex young I lost my virginity my freshman year in college so I've been a very kind of like no like i'm just I'm just very kind of weird in that way if you want to say like I'm kind of like back off don't touch me not for real also, even in that physical way I'm just like ah uh, nope it takes a lot to get me to be vulnerable in a physical like sexual aspect as well so yeah
1: mm-hmm. and for in also um, it was instilled early like my mom was like don't let nobody touch you if somebody touch you yeah. you tell me mm-hmm. don't Same. you know what I'm saying don't be afraid to tell me it don't matter what they say what they gonna do you tell somebody you tell me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that plays a part mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, my family always asked, um, has anybody made you feel uncomfortable? And mm-hmm. we have that universal understanding that when someone makes you feel uncomfortable, it's a sexual, physical touch that you um, do not approve of, you don't like it. And even if they weren't <coughs> trying to do that, you still voice it because as you grow up, especially as a young girl, You know, you can't even socialize with your dad and your uncles the way that you once did. You have to stop sitting on laps. You have to stop. They can't hug you the same or whatever. So when you start to get like to that age, it's like I kind of felt uncomfortable when they did boom, boom, boom. And it's not that they even try to all the time. It's that just voice that they made you feel uncomfortable, so a conversation can be had because this baby is getting older. She's not a baby no more. Yep. So that's always been instilled. I still have to have
1: conversations to this day with certain. People up to my mom about certain people who make me feel uncomfortable because I am Mm -hmm. attracted to women like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like if somebody make you feel uncomfortable, it don't matter who it is. It don't matter how old you are. If somebody make you feel uncomfortable, you have to tell somebody. You have to tell somebody don't hold that in because that just adds on. Like you have to tell somebody. Yep. Like Have somebody advocate for you as well
0: because. It's um, it's unfair, especially when um, you're somebody who developed faster or something or uh-huh. you're, thick, you're a thick young girl. You grow up thick. Now you're a thick woman. Like people can be kind of passive aggressive towards that sexuality and towards that body and stuff. So you always want to speak up when you feel uncomfortable. And it's not that you're like throwing anybody under the bus. Just like Shay said, always speak up. Always tell somebody.
1: And sometimes it is throwing them under the bus because the ones because who they is need to be, dumb, dumb, yeah, yeah. Because some of them do uh-huh. it on purpose.
0: It'll be passive aggressive, but they'll still do that and on we'll purpose. them under the
1: bus and, r- r- and, and r- run them over with the bus, okay? And reverse and, and go up again. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. On the right. brighter
0: side. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, this kind of goes into the last question Where did you learn your body habits and who or what inspired your body habits?
1: Um. Shoot, like we just said, mom's telling me early, don't let nobody touch you, granny. Um. Then I've always been in track, so track really played a part in my um body. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's.
0: Mm-hmm. I would say I learned them. You know, at home, I as I always say y'all will hear me say this over and over again. It all starts at home. It all. Starts it at all starts time. at home. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like where I was inspired, my mom, my nanny, like um, even growing up, developing a a relationship with my dad, him, like, baby, just don't be, you know, and we have raw conversations, so I won't put the raw on here, but (laughs) hey, just don't be out here being loose and all this other kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Have respect for yourself at all times, you know, and yeah, and like, regardless, one t- um, thing that I've realized growing up is that I don't have just a natural, like, flat body or, like, whatever, like, flat stomach and all this and that. Mm-hmm. I have to work out to get that. And the farther I am from working out is the harder it is to get to working out. So,
1: yeah, it's
0: like that's what has inspired just my entire um, journey or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: You're dragging a wagon. Okay. <clears throat> Share something Share something that you do That helps with your body image
0: mm. um, I write Every day And mm-hmm. I also Have positive self talk Like I, would, I used to like Be really good at giving positive self talk In every aspect of my life mm-hmm. Except My body so now it's like I have. To, I've now. literally worked on. Girl, it's okay. You're yeah. good. You good? you've got like, it so much better. Wrong. You are grown. You got you it are so good. much better. Like, it's okay. You fine. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's it's all right. And I think a lot of this comes from also like although I have my feminine aspects of me, my self image wants to be more masculine looking. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why it's hard for me to sometimes accept my my thickness in my life just is because I would I don't know some parts of me would rather look like a guy in some areas just being completely yeah. you know vulnerable and uh, transparent that's just um and um we can actually call that body dysmorphia like
1: mm-hmm. where
0: you have a hard time um, associating yourself with what you have you dis you dissociate yourself with feminine qualities and more associate yourself with the masculine qualities and um that's just kind of what it is I didn't even know I was going to say that today but yeah I'm, I'm looking hey, like like
1: yeah you, um, you just hit you just went in yeah
0: that's a um that's a that's a like real thing like you can even be diagnosed with body dysmorphia and things like that but yeah that's something that I have struggled with and now, like, studying um, mental health, becoming a therapist, I realize, oh, this is what I'm struggling with. I know I now know how to, like, you know, treat myself and self-talk. And, you know, okay, now it makes sense why I'm always struggling with the image of my body. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so some of the things that I do is um, positive self-talk because it's not what the world thinks of me. That's never been the issue of what someone else thinks of me. It's what I'm thinking of myself based on what's in my head. So, yeah, just positive self-talk.
1: Straight up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, positive self talk as well. Um, I'm at yoga every Wednesday. I love yoga. Um, shout out to Taryn for putting me on yoga yes. and um, bringing me to her class. And shout out to Chinook because yes, he's Chinook. the best. We'll have him best one day on here yoga too. teacher, yoga instructor. He's way more than just a yoga instructor, but he is amazing. Um, also, I'm a vitamin girl. I take my vitamins. Um, and,
0: and I forgets. Yeah, forget. we're conscious.
1: We're <laughs> conscious eaters as well. Yeah, she want to take vitamins. D want to take vitamins every day, but she think I supposed to remind her every single I day. I forget,
0: y'all. My memory is like I'm. I'm very forgetful. Yeah. So yeah, that's why she should probably help me with them. Maybe if you just set them on the dresser, I see them and take them.
1: But she's a weasel. Okay. <laughs> But after so long, don't y'all think, don't y'all think that if I give her the vitamins every day, one day she's just supposed to be like, okay, vitamins, I need my vitamins. It's not that. Oh, no, that's not
0: how my brain works. It's not
1: that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, um, what else? That's it. Oh, meditate. Mm-hmm. Meditation mm-hmm. is very good for the body.
0: Mm-hmm yeah all right. so what would you say is the importance of a positive body image
1: uh to love the skin you're in, and if you don't at least learn to love the skin you're in
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I would say, um, and the reason why like it's just important to have that mindset is that if you don't love the skin that you're in, you're gonna always be fighting yourself, and it's exhausting, I know from experience, mm-hmm. it's exhausting, just love it. Love what it does, treat it right, give it nutrients, give it, like, what it loves. Like, I will say my, um, what my body is loving is juice, 100% natural juice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, have, I like, it has even shed, I've shed a couple of inches, just, you know, just a little bit, just mm-hmm. off of doing that for, like, a month. Mm-hmm.
1: And Terrence said your skin
0: look good. Yes, and my skin, like, oh, and that's another thing, like, the skin part, that's also, like, the
1: face. We didn't tap into the skin. Man, that... Because I'm having trouble right now. Man, I
0: had, I would like, I would literally be on the verge of a breakdown because I'd look in the mirror and be like, what is going on? But it's like, you have to love the skin for communicating with you, love your body for telling you this is what it likes, this is what it doesn't like, Mm -hmm. and just follow suit. And it's a lot of trial and error for your skin in general. It's a lot of trial and error for your body in general, but... You have to love the skin that you're in so you can appreciate what it is telling you. Otherwise, it's a constant, constant battle. And I don't want to say you will eventually lose that battle, but that's a battle that you're not trying to fight. Like, your mind will beat you every time if you're not yeah. feeding it the right things.
1: hmm Yeah, that's real. Okay, how does food come into play with the body? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so like like I was just saying, like with the juice and things like that, um, my and also like the red meat. I don't eat any red meat. My body swells from red meat, like straight up. If I were eating red meat right now, I would be two hundred and fifty pounds, two fifty five off top. I'm a big girl, so my weight, my uh, my plan shape weight was one seventy five, one seventy eight at the biggest, and one sixty five at the lowest. My natural weight without working out is in between. About two ten and two thirty five, something like that. So the red meat makes me swell. It's like mm-hmm. I, you know, it make me um, swell as well. Yeah, it, it makes me swell. Like I would literally be two fifty right now. Um, I would also say like I don't need to be eating chicken. If I wasn't eating chicken right now, I would probably be. I think I'm. I might be too. 40 at the. I'm no bigger than 240 right now, probably 235. I would probably be a good 200, 210 if I wasn't eating
1: chicken. And well, I've been stop trying to tell myself soon. to stop eating chicken, you know. So, so then wings just take over us. Yeah.
0: And everything, <laughs> yes, it really does. Everything um, doesn't work for everybody. I also would like to say that, like, meat works for some people. I know, especially men, like, like my dad, he can literally eat nothing but protein, for like a weekend or whatever because he's trying to balance something out and it does him good but if he starts to eat too much greens like broccoli and things like that his knees will start hurting really bad so it just depends on what your body does
1: yeah you just it have literally to depends
0: it. like eat your vegetables um um for instance like if you're having your body also your, your bowels also reflect what your body is doing. Mm-hmm. So if your bowels are more liquidy and they're too soft, you need to get more fiber. There will be potatoes, regardless of what people <laughs> out there try to tell you. Potatoes get, get you extra fiber, and it also, you know, <laughs> represents gut health, okay? Like, it really does, and that will help. I just literally went through that um, not too long ago. So... Yeah. That's how food plays a, a great part. Your bowels reflect the food that you eat. Your body reflects all of it. And just do what your body loves. My body loves juice. My body loves natural. My body loves greens. I kinda need to back away from, you know, the chicken and red meat. That dirty bird. Yeah. The dirty bird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it's a yeah. Um I know when 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 I eat bad, I feel it. I gotta get right, gotta fast, gotta Get back on some greens every day. Make sure you're on your juices or salad, and go crazy with the salads. Like go crazy with them because I love mm-hmm. me a good salad. Ooh, I'm about that to eat the I rest of one today.
0: <laughs> Man, that salmon salad from uh, glorious. glorious. Ooh, we yeah,
1: yeah, we feast from glorious yesterday. And Shout that's out my to babe. too. I always be trying to feast. That's obviously love no, but food, we had, y'all. We feast on salads. Yesterday it was salads. I had soup. Mm-hmm. And I had You had case chicken, of spinach
0: quesadillas.
1: <laughs> <case with you. laughs> so, it's
0: okay. I ate the whole thing. I love food, y'all. food. Yeah, we are food. definitely foodies, though. Ooh, I love food. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how does mental health play a part in your body image and being
1: active? Ooh, we. Okay, I have been my smallest when I was going through something mentally, like when, mm. or something traumatic happened. When I got, um, like once, I just wasn't in a good uh, good space. I wasn't um, working and stuff. And I just got really depressed in a sense. I don't mm-hmm. like to say depressed, but I wasn't myself and I had got so small, and I just looked in the mirror, and I broke down because, wow. You know I what I'm saying? It. And I didn't want to go nowhere. I couldn't fit. It was because I we was finna go somewhere, and I couldn't fit, like, three, three outfits or whatever. I'm getting emotional talking about it because, man, I was – I broke down. Like, I broke down. Then – and that, that's one incident I can, you know, put my finger on that mental health plays a part, and then – uh, when I was working for Amazon, I got shot at, and I um, got so small, and that's because I was just, I just wanted to go to sleep, go to sleep and wake up, go to sleep and wake up, and I started drinking epitamine and that swelled me up, so I stopped drinking it, and then I got right back small. So mental health definitely plays a part when you, like right now, in in this this space that I am currently I feel good mentally. I look good physically. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, it, it truly reflects. And what you eat reflects on your skin, how you feel. You, you like, what they say, uh, you don't look like what you've been through. Some mm-hmm. people look like what they've been through. That's you know what bet. I'm saying? In those times that I was down, I was definitely looking like what I was going through. So, yeah, mental health definitely plays a part. And then being physical, um, I can just tell. Like we was heavy in the gym last year. I can tell that I don't go to the gym, but I still look good. I was way more toned. My six pack was coming through. Like my stomach is flat, but I don't have a six pack. Like when I was constantly, consistently in the gym. Mm -hmm. So yeah,
0: yeah. um, I second the whole you know mental part. Like when I'm. When I'm um, not feeling so good, see, I'm an emotional eater. So I eat because I'm happy. I eat, eat because I'm sad. I eat because it's a celebration. I am an emotional eater. So. Said, eat, eat, yeah. eat, eat. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, I wish I could say if I, once I got down and depressed, I would lose a little bit of weight. But no, you know. <laughs> but, you know, that's just. I'm just an emotional eater, so depending on what I'm um, going through, it depends on kind of more so of what it is that I'm eating, I'll say that, so I'll eat more fatty foods when I'm depressed, I'll eat more, and then when I'm happy, it's like, eat whatever you want, other okay. than that red meat and stuff, so it's just, it just really depends, but I will say the um, the mental aspect, as far as like the physical part, um, I... I don't know. I have an odd relationship with working out because it's like when I get back in the gym, it's like I feel good, but I'm always thinking about how I look now. She won't and instant results. results. Yes. And see, I'm a visual person. So how I learn and how what makes me keep going on anything is by seeing. Like that's just... And don't get me wrong, I have faith, you know, like, you have faith in the things that you can't see, but I, so I guess you could say that I have a lack of faith in physically working out, because even as, like, an ex-ball player, like, I was always in the gym, and then once that stopped for me, I stopped working out, and I, shoot, That's the same with me
1: and Trey, I like stopped I just running. stopped,
0: and then once I stopped working out, that's when I started, that's when I got bigger, and things like that, so... Yeah, um I don't know. I just I would say it does like I'm trying to figure out where I am mentally in my relationship with working out and going to the gym because once I master that, I know that I'll be in the gym consistently. Um and I'll do it for a minute. I can do it like for like a month and somehow just fall off because, I don't know, it's, it's the mental part. Mm-hmm. It's the mental part. And I try to do positive self-talk, which works. Um, and it's also eating habits as well. Like, I need to do whatever I can mentally and, like, habitually to see results. And one of those things right now is to stop eating chicken. <laughs> like, if I were to stop eating chicken, I would know I would see the weight fall off. Instantaneously.
1: Okay, we'll put a date on that Like, them. yeah, we're gonna put a date on it. Cause fish and
0: turkey, oh, and then ooh. also not frying the turkey. Stop frying the turkey. <laughs> like, you don't have to have fried turkey fingers. You
1: don't. You don't. She needs to speak for herself. I won't fry yours. I will fry I mine.
0: Yes, I do not need the fried. So as long we're gonna as yours, boil hers. So you're <laughs> willing to fry yours and bake mine?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh well, we got a winner, winner. Turkey dinner, <laughs> yay!
1: Yeah, I cannot with her. Okay, so y'all hold me to this because this is okay. Recorded. So next, the next couple podcasts, we're gonna let y'all know if we stop eating chicken or not, or the date we put on it.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to tell Nanny it's a hard no.
1: Nanny ain't going for that.
0: Yeah, I'm just telling her she'd like to offer stuff.
1: No, so she, made Tyranny, she made Terrence eat <laughs> that chicken down.
0: Too <laughs> weak. Okay.
1: Okay, quotes.
0: Oh, you're asking me. Uh-huh. So well, I'll okay, go first. My, um, okay, okay, you my can go. My <laughs> quote is the one that I put out on The Day is One yesterday, and it is um, buy into yourself, go all in for yourself. If you don't, who will? You know, it's just like, for instance, with my goals that I want to do physically, because I'm getting stuff done, you know, as far as the work and stuff goes with the building the business. But go all in for yourself, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: go all in, buy into yourself. And that's what I need to do with my habits. Just go all in, buy in, because you already know the results are going to be good. Hello, like, just do it.
1: Invest in yourself. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Mine is. You are more than you was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I got that mm-hmm, from a mm-hmm. poem they wrote and let me hear.
0: Yes, yes. It's a good <laughs> poem, y'all. Y'all will get that eventually, but... It's really yeah.
1: good, really good.
0: Yes, yes. So what about music? What music you got?
1: Um, mm, I don't know, because I've kind of been listening to podcasts Um, Okay. What podcast you've been listening to? Subconscious Mind Mm -hmm. Mastery podcast on all platforms. Really good, and some other ones, but I can't think of the names off top. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what's up.
0: Well, the music that I have, I've been listening to um, Dame Dala, very heavy since he dropped. Damian he plays for the Portland Trails trailblazers oh, yeah. he is like that on the court for real for real he's one of the stars in the league and he is also like that with that pen, straight up so yeah i've been listening um to that and i've also been listening to russ um his new album i forgot to and download that day so when i got to your car yeah it's pretty good so yeah that's um that's where i am with the um uh, with my music and stuff and yeah mm-hmm.
1: parties I've also have been listening to us, Duh.
0: <laughs> Of course. The links can be found in the episode info on whatever app you're listening to.
1: Yes. Omar Talks to the Moon, Be the Light, Pro-T, get it. Um. Since we're getting out of here, mental health check. Yes, mental health check. Mm-hmm. I'm giving a 10. I'm giving
0: a 10, too. I feel good. And... I need a snack, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need to have dinner. I need dinner.
1: Yeah, dinner oh, by six, dinner, hopefully. Um,
0: and I try to stop hours. eating by eight p.m. when the sun goes down. But yeah, I'm giving it a ten. I really like that um, we hold a space and a platform for these conversations because I even surprise myself sometimes. Yeah, I was you just did, about like, to say
1: you did.
0: You did. Surprise I kind of got into well. it. Like, I've got pretty. I've got pretty deep, and that says a lot about where I am with my body image because this is some stuff that I really wouldn't share. I just keep it to myself, mm-hmm. but. Hey, somebody out there needs this. You're going through what I'm going through, and hey, just love on you. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Buy into yourself, it'll all get better. Yeah, speak,
1: speak up for yourself. Speak up for yourself. Love on yourself. You are all you got.
0: Period. All right, and that is it for episode 11.
1: Body image and the relationship we have with our bodies. Peace out. Bye bye. You know what it take to be great. Apply the pressure. gonna start off by winning the day. and in the day. Huh. I'm winning the day. Yeah. I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day. Yeah. I'm winning the day. 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 I'm winning the day.